0: Ring ring is that my sugar daddy on the other line? Hello? No It's just the fact that we're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash House of Herbie. Oh my God. Haven't you always wanted to be our sugar daddies? Yes. Pretty much, right?
1: Keep going. So
0: we were like, okay, how can we offer more than just the music? How can we offer some extra shit?
1: Keep talking in microphones. Okay.
0: What if we give you an extra episode every month?
1: Keep going. That's
0: based upon a private Discord community.
1: Keep going.
0: Of our sugar daddies. It's very exclusive. And what if I also throw in a extended aura cleanse every month?
1: Do I need to make the music for that? Yes. Okay. It looks like you. I'm going to go do that.
0: And you get some exclusive Jedi Nick Chill Hop. Let's go. Okay. And what else? The full video of the podcast every week. I mean, come on. You can still listen for free. If you're not interested, you can listen for free on all the platforms. But we figured giving you our beautiful faces on camera is a VIP experience <laughs> for $5 a month, which is about Seventy-five percent of a coffee in LA. <laughs> you can be our sugar daddies, and we so look forward to continuing to build this community with you. We love doing this. Thank you for supporting us, and we'll see you at Patreon.com/slash House of Herbie.
1: Bye. Love you. Mean it.
0: My sugar daddy. Yeah, I bought all these old vintage BB shirts, and they they have so much more color saturation than the in the two thousands. People were making clothes with color in them. Mm. They stopped doing it. Why? Because modern people want to wear like faded color, faded everything, neutrals.
1: Is it cheaper to probably just have less color too? it sure isn't.
0: The theory that Em and I have is that she sent me an article actually about how wearing color is society's equivalent of being a child. So like if you wear a lot of color, you're considered to be like a baby and like a dumbass. Mm. So they're trying to remove our joy by pushing this narrative of like beige and like faded neutrals is like so chic. And it's so adult. It's so grown up. It's
1: so grown up. But you, yeah. you're
0: actually just like kind of killing your inner child by not indulging in color. Hmm. I That's kind of where we sit
1: with it. Interesting. Yeah. Do you have a hard time with color personally?
0: No, I don't. I certainly <laughs> don't. I
1: uh, <laughs> zoom out to a purple loft.
0: I tried to do the, you know what it was? I went through a phase of wearing free people, which is like one of my favorite brands because they were like soft, cozy, I like that. bohemian, cute.
1: Leo rising phase.
0: Yo, I went through the, in Leo rising, I was wearing like all earth tones and stuff. It's like really faded everything.
1: Oh yeah. I remember, didn't we go into the store one time and Selena Gomez was in there? Yeah. Yeah. And we were like
0: everybody loves free people, (laughs) myself included. Okay. They do make some color. They do, they do sell a lot of things that are colorful, Yeah, but I found myself buying a lot. That was my phase of like buying neutrals and trying to be more subdued and more earthy. And I was like, I'm a Taurus. I'm supposed to like earth colors. And it was funny. As soon as I dyed my hair back to dark and started wearing color, I just instantly looked 20 years younger.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it's like, funny?
0: you just start to learn. And for those of you that are curious about this, there's actually an app that can, uh, you can put, upload a picture of yourself and it'll grab like your skin and your eye color and your hair color, and it will give you a color palette that complements you. That was one of the most fascinating things I learned on my self-discovery journey was this actually, let me pull it up. I'm going to give you the link to this in the show notes, but this was, uh, this color analysis was a huge in my self-discovery um adventure so basically you upload an image of yourself and then you you select your skin your eye and your hair they like let let you point it out mm-hmm. and then it, you you just say go and it will give you your season right so for every color palette there's like winter summer spring fall and then they have different color families and stuff that are going to compliment you and just make you look your best. And so this was really fascinating to learn for me because I'm a winter. I'm a winter girl and I am supposed to be wearing jewel tones. So that's why I've been <laughs> buying all these vintage BB tops
1: mm. where
0: they used because they used to make this shit, man.
1: Vintage BB top with a color on them. And front.
0: you deserve to look your best. You know, I've bought a lot of clothes. I was like, I'm going to get that terracotta dress. <sighs> I do not look good in terracotta. That is not on my <laughs> color chart. Woohoo, The Muse is out. Can you believe this shit? How many songs have we put out together, you and me?
1: I'm gonna say more than 10.
0: Not gonna underplay this at all. I mean, this is some of our best work yet. If you haven't heard The Muse yet, you can hear it on any streaming platform. Um, If you don't stream, what are you doing? No, I'm kidding. Um, we love you anyway, but really take a minute. Take your, what is it? 20 minutes of music. It's seven songs. It's super quick. Yes,
1: yeah, so ish. 21, 22. But this project
0: is so precious to us, and it really, I really wrote these songs to make you feel like the baddest bitch in the world. So enjoy that. Um, I know we're going to be pushing a lot of the songs on TikTok with yep, really funny video ideas that we come up with, and, and you know while we're on drugs, which is the topic of today. Oh my
1: God, we do drugs.
0: Yes, this is we we figured it was time to probably start talking about this. If you're watching on Patreon, thank you for supporting us. If anybody's interested, it's Patreon.com/slash House of Herbie, where we're just giving you a bunch of extra perks and shit, and mm-hmm. you can see uh, more importantly, you can see our outfits and yeah uh more importantly my outfit nick is naked yeah yeah so you're really gonna want to join
1: (laughs) they're gonna be like yeah i kind of wish he did put clothes on
0: yeah on second thought on second not do
1: the patreon so So why are
0: we talking about drugs
1: well also i if everybody has uh whatever your favorite song on uh the muse was i would love to hear why you know who wear what what? who wear what Mm -hmm. why you know all of their reporter questions Hit, hit me with it. Hit me with your best shot. Oh, man. Fire away. You I imagine I'm if,
0: I was a, if I wasn't if I was me and I was a fan of Queen Herbie, I would put on the new uh, record and I'd be sitting on my meditation pillow and I would close my eyes and I would have my favorite incense burning and I would just have a blank piece of paper in front of me and while it's playing, I would literally just design my dream life to this record. Nice. That's really how I feel about it. Shit. Let's go. Aggressively so. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right.
2: Do you have a track on there that sticks out to you more than the rest? One that you're really, really excited about?
0: Right now, for me, it's Thank Goddess. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. So right now.
1: I might have to also say Thank Goddess. Right now it might be Thank Goddess. It might also be I always uh Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. So, um, so just thank found goddess, out. Thank God.
0: Thank Goddess and just found out are very aggressively like you are that bitch, go. But
1: they're kind of soft at the same time. Oh, well, not thank mm-hmm. goddess, but maybe parts of just found out are a little uh, like mm-hmm. the verses are pretty chill.
0: Well, just found out is the turning point. So, this is when you realize that you're that bitch and you, <laughs> there's so much potential in front of you. So, that that's like very momentum song. And then thank goddess is like arrival. Yeah. Whereas Chuck E. Cheese is like, you've discovered peace, which is like. It's pretty good. On the hockey we'll scale, it. that's like the highest, one of the highest. Uh, he calls it's it like an, enlightenment. That's enlightenment, yeah. But at the same time, I'm talking about Chuck E. Cheese and ball pits and <laughs> coins and tokens and uh, skee ball,
2: smoking weed and smoking, smoking weed, yeah. weed, yeah. Which yeah. brings us back to drugs. Smoking Today's topic. Doobies
0: in a van down by the river. <laughs> that, those were the original lyrics that we got rid of
1: <laughs> <laughs> due to, to some publishing uh, problems. Oh we yeah, had to, we can't.
0: We probably can't take the van down by the river.
1: No, we can. We just can't write about it.
0: I guess. So why are we talking about drugs today? Well... Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I wanted to... I thought this was a good topic because it was like, okay, so drugs, right? A lot of people will say... This was
0: Nick's idea. I just want to put that out there.
1: (laughs) Why you got to do that? Sorry, mom. Okay. So drugs also, we could be saying like plants, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of different things. There were... um, Okay. So this all stemmed from... A bunch of different conversations, a bunch of books that we were reading. Uh, One of the first ones was How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan, which came out a few years ago. Yep. And um, yeah, so this is just a fascinating... There was also a doc on Netflix if anybody wants to check it out and I want to read the book. Though I still highly recommend you read the book because there's going to be a lot more in that. More
0: factoids.
1: Yeah, just more shit. And he gives you kind of the whole background and the whole history of them, at least in the United States.
0: So we're really going to keep this episode focused on the psychedelic um and spiritual
1: intersection
0: yeah, totally. of, of drugs right but totally. but i think um of course i did some research and i want to talk about like dr- drugs right like this this whole um negative um uh, sort of aspect of what that means right yeah. so it's a lot of stigma like whenever you a talk lot. about drugs it's a very stigmatized topic and and i just want to get an unbiased view on drugs because i also just love the word i think the word is wonderful <laughs> we used to have like a drug store in my hometown and it was just like murray drug and i was like damn that's cool <laughs> you know like it's such a vibe but but what is the what is all this stigma right and i feel like this is aligned with house of herbie because the research about drugs, especially lately, has shown significant improvement for people dealing with depression and anxiety. And a lot of these studies are showing like drastic improvement of like emotional well being in one single use.
1: Absolutely, and so to clarify too, we're talking about specifically not like a drug like an Ambien or a Xanax or something right, like that, which
0: we call pharmaceuticals. Those are
1: farm pharma, those are pharmaceuticals, right? That's They're all different. great and well if you need some some. I, probably try not to do those like all the time. See, I don't want to be given advice. I, know, I'm, I, I, I totally not. don't want to well, be given that's advice another at all. Thing. We
0: just got to say at the beginning of the episode, we're not professionals, we're
1: not professionals, but we do. Um, but our do
0: government does, our government does control all of the above. Right. So there's like schedules, there's like drug schedules of mm-hmm. like pharmaceutical drugs. And at then 10, 10 o'clock you do cocaine,
1: 1030 cannabis.
0: Nick has a drug schedule. <laughs> as well but what so we were talking about but the government has played a really big role in stigma, stigmatizing certain types of drugs right so so we're interested because it's healing people and that's like my vibe, mm-hmm.
1: specifically more like, like mushrooms,
0: which are creating new pathways what do in the brain. we call
1: psychedelics.
0: Well, we we call them psychedelics.
1: <laughs> yeah, get I on always, your bike. Yeah,
0: we have this <laughs> and joke. <take> some acid. <laughs> Shout out to my brother Eric, who yeah. we don't. We're not talking about psychedelics together, but no, we do text him a lot of jokes, and one of them is a frog on a unicycle. Yes. Gif, yeah. and we always Just say psychedelics because yeah. we like misspelled <laughs> it. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> So that's, that's really, we're trying to make this a fun, not dark topic, but we should probably touch on the dark stuff. So pharmaceuticals are widely abused, especially opiates. That's a huge
1: problem. Yeah. And, and I was kind of more specific, like thinking we just kind of talk about the more of the healing, the... Uh, yes.
0: and But I think the stigma plays gets in the way of people being willing to listen or well, learn about totally. mushrooms or...
1: One of the interesting things about... Um,
0: Cannabis. Yeah, Cannabis no, is very healing. At least we have it approved in over half over half of our states okay, now. Yeah,
1: what are the numbers? I think it's, it's legal? It's legal in nineteen so like recreational in nineteen states. Recreational. I'm pretty sure.
0: That's really high.
1: And medicinal, medicinal is, in thirty six. Damn. Yeah. So I mean we're not far away from having it be twenty five, like half of the country. Yep. And probably at that point you would think it's a matter of time before it becomes um federally you know, not illegal.
2: We're up to twenty-one. Actually, twenty-one states have it legalized for. Did you say twenty-one? I said nineteen. Twenty-one for Damn. recreational.
1: Damn. Twenty-one, bro. Yo, that's, that's a, crazy. It's changing so fast. It so, is. yeah, so fascinating because I think uh, there are just there are a lot of there are a lot of layers to this, and um, I I think the history of them. Oh, so like studying jazz at least at Berkeley. This was all, I mean, they literally call them jazz cigarettes. Right. All of this is pretty much like black jazz origins.
0: Yes, cannabis came to America. So we watched an amazing documentary. I need to get the title of it. It's about how cannabis came to America and how it's been also so stigmatized. I mean, can we go over like the stigma stuff and then we'll get out of that and get into the fun? Yeah, okay. All right, hit the stigma. So drugs are dangerous. first of all, okay, we're not, this is not a light topic. A lot of people have had their lives ruined by drugs. So we are, we are saying that if you're consuming them, you have to be responsible, right? So period, we don't need to go into depths on that, Mm -hmm. but systemic racism and like white supremacy has played a huge role in like the, the drug, like like, president Nixon and the war on drugs, where he basically called like cocaine and crack cocaine, two different drugs. Right, it's the same drug, but the cocaine, which is more refined and expensive, was used by the white population, and the crack, which was a little less expensive, was used by mostly communities of color. And there's
1: different ways where they were
0: disproportionately imprisoned for crimes. Right. So this is like going way back. Now, cannabis, which according to this documentary came through the black community, especially the music creative community, Mm -hmm. and they started calling it marijuana, which is not the name of it. It's called cannabis. They called it marijuana to demonize it further by making it sound foreign.
1: Scary. So
0: still to this day, when I see like we applied for a life insurance and they were like, Do you use marijuana? I was like, Okay, this clearly means Mm. if you say yes, they will penalize you.
1: And no questions at all about drinking.
0: Not a single fucking question.
1: (laughs) Isn't that crazy? About alcohol on a life. To this day. That's how you know like the the people writing this form or this questionnaire are Are
0: 70,000 years old. Okay.
2: (laughs) They are not caught up to what's... I just want to say the name of the documentary is Grass
0: is Greener. Thank you. Grass is Greener. Grass is Greener. This is so fascinating if you love music and you love cannabis. And uh, it's just so important for us to understand where this came from because we still have disproportionately more black people in prison incarcerated right now for cannabis-related crimes. Like, it's way out of proportion. Kids are growing up without fathers, mothers, whatever. Like, it's just not cool. And if we're about to legalize it federally, like that needs to be addressed. I think everybody agrees with that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Some states are trying to start to do that, I think. Yeah, they're 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 starting to get people
0: out of prison. Yeah, because it's it's now legal
1: and they got caught, you know, they got put in jail for having, like usually what happens is they they get put in jail for a small amount of weed. Not every case, okay? But they they have a little bit of weed, they get put in jail and they don't have enough money to get bailed out, to, to bail themselves out, so they stay. And so that's, that's only, kind of the toxic cycle.
0: Disproportionately affecting communities of okay. color. So that's what we really need to, and this, this, um, grass is greener documentary is so much better at explaining this than we're doing, but it's, it's, uh, it's crazy what they, they did to make it feel da- more dangerous than it actually is. I remember when I was like interested in cannabis and I was, I I was looking back on my childhood, like where I come from, it's looked at as like worse. <laughs> than heroin like devil's lettuce and that reminded me of the dare program mm. do y'all remember the dare program of course did you know that it wasn't effective
1: <laughs> I, I did not i
2: was so, gonna say that's how i met my drug dealer it wasn't effective beyond having some cool merch yeah. right <laughs>
0: <laughs> which we, still love, which we still, love which still love to wear yeah oh my god it's it's so wild i mean it so goes, tell
2: me why
1: why goes, wasn't it effective
0: So they're they're hypothesizing that the D.A.R.E. program didn't work because it was delivered by policemen instead of recovering addiction professionals, like people that actually understand what a drug addiction is.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: So like instead of like bringing in a recovered drug addict to communicate with children... The police were like, don't do it, which made people want to do
1: it. Well, right. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Yeah. Or a lot of people. Don't have sex, everybody. The last thing you should ever do is have sex. And you're gonna be like, I think I want that.
0: Bringing it back to communities of color, there are populations of people that don't trust policemen at all. Right. So if you're telling me not to do it, But it's like, well, my uncle sells it or whatever. Like it's, it's not okay. So that's funny. Prohibition. I mean, we're going back to what the 1920s now we have had this ongoing battle with like trying to control humans and drugs. Mm -hmm. So I just find that very fascinating. It's almost like this forbidden. I wonder if that was like the garden of Eden fruit. And in, in actuality, it was like, you know, so, opiate uh, apple from the tree. And yeah, it's like, right? no, we don't want you to see what God sees.
1: Yeah. What it's interesting, there was somebody, some article or somebody, I think it was a Hawkins thing. He was saying like alcohol calibrates really low. Mm. But what a lot of these things do is they suppress your egoic tendencies. So they allow like yourself to come through more, which is why it's so uh, pleasing and so euphoric.
0: Right. Because and that's easily what... Becoming addictive, super absolutely,
1: yeah, absolutely, and chemically, you know, if your your body is is more inclined to, there's a lot of alcoholism on my side of the family, yep, classic uh, stereotypical Irish. You know?
0: I feel like it falls into everybody's family.
1: No, it does. Also, alcohol, we could do a whole fucking thing on booze, too. It's so, in my personal opinion. By the
0: way, we're not on any drugs right now. We're just drinking alcohol <laughs> <laughs> during this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So we're also hypocrites, and this is just well, to look, make, we're removing the stigma. We're we're balancing the scales. We want you to know.
1: Because, listen, yeah, alcohol is still a good time, don't get me wrong. It's not like you can't, you, if, if anybody's struggling with addiction or any of this stuff, like, you definitely don't need it. But if you have it's the someone was doing this 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 chart of like how uh, dangerous different drugs are and they they had it kind of in two different groups like your react the reaction that it had on your body like how much you wanted to come back for it the addictive qualities mm-hmm. and then also like socially was a huge how available as it blah, blah blah whatever alcohol scaled more intensely or higher up than heroin did. <laughs> Because it was so addictive and also fucking everywhere. It destroys
0: your body and destroys your relationships with other people. All of it.
1: But and it's, and, but, and it's also just still so commonplace. It's still just accepted. That's Pretty important. much almost throughout every culture.
0: Yeah. So that the, the clickbait of this um, study that was done by David Nutt, who's an N- MD in London, right? I, I looked this up too because I remember the study and I was like fascinated by this. Alcohol abuse is more harmful than heroin abuse was the clickbait title. Wow. But that's because, I mean partially because alcohol is so available and so right. socially acceptable that exactly. you're encouraged to consume it. Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah,
1: you're like, it's, it's, you're a pussy if you don't, or yes. like you don't, Nobody's you can't like, handle your liquor. You
0: don't go to have dinner with a friend and they're like, would you like some heroin? Don't be a pussy. <laughs> don't be a pussy. You know, it's like, no, but he ranked uh, from zero to a hundred based mm-hmm. on social availability, physical harm to self and others. There you go. So it was like seven alcohol rated seventy-two out of a hundred. Jesus, for the danger to the danger levels, right? And yeah. then the bottom of this. So then it was like heroin next. So it's very misleading titles. So heroin's still very dangerous, crazy intense. And cannabis yeah. was like halfway down because again, it's more available. It's becoming so available now, and it is easy to abuse as well. We have some friends actually who've gotten like cannabinoid poisoning.
1: A few. From we've met a bunch like of people too to
0: high volume of edibles. I have a whole thing we're
1: going to talk about edibles right. in a minute. But
0: then finishing this up, so the very bottom was mushrooms at a five out of a hundred for danger and and all that stuff. So, so again, the mushrooms is what a lot of these documentaries are about. And, and it's so it's been really transformative for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. The healing thing for the most part is going to be psilocybin, which is the active ingredient in Mushrooms. mushrooms and LSD. Um, uh, and then there's another couple other two. There's like DMT. Mm-hmm. There's uh, now MDMA is becoming a big thing. Yep, or ecstasy. Or ecstasy, yeah. So, so we, l- lot we, haven't done, we haven't done all the drugs. but no, we haven't we, done
0: all of them, but we've done a, an assortment we're going to save for the end. I think okay. we should hit them all.
1: Yeah, well, we should probably just talk about our experiences and like what we think it's about my it.
0: My favorite. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would say you and I both are down for responsible use of drugs if you're in a healthy mental state. I think that's like the biggest, they say like set, setting, all that, you know, there's all these things. Set and setting. Do your research, like really make sure you're in a good mental space because it is, they do really affect the mind the most, like I would say all of these substances. Absolutely. And if you're not in a good state of mind, they say like if you're going to, through trauma, like don't just grab a bottle of whiskey like it doesn't that's not going to be good
1: what i found is every time whatever mood i'm already in i think there was only once or twice i tried to get like drunk or stoned if i because i you didn't were in feel distress. good all it did was make me feel
0: way worse yeah so we don't we don't recommend that <laughs> it,
1: it heightened the awfulness yeah. so don't don't do that be, yeah. be centered with who you are first before you try any of this shit to have it like help you out of a problem i think because it's never done that for me right it's only exacerbated it is that the right word?
0: Yeah. And just make sure you're in a safe uh, atmosphere and setting. And if you're with people that you trust, that really helps yeah. so much. Um, so the, the company or the organization that is leading all this research on psych- psychedelics <laughs> is maps and it's <sighs> multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies mm-hmm. and how fun, like really it's their focus is mushrooms because that has had such a profound, mm-hmm. like researched, um, effect on people's well-being like especially ptsd folks
1: huge huge in that and also people who do microdosing yeah so microdosing is if you were to take like a very small amount yeah and they say uh, so it's like um what are the things we have it's like a tenth of a gram so you have one of those i I think what they they say is you take one day on two days off one day on two days off yeah and literally what it does is it helps reconnect the pathways in your brain.
0: That were shut down from depression, anxiety, yeah. trauma. Um, there's a lot of patients that are like terminal, right? Like the doctor has said, like, it's, it's not, you might not make it yep. from this. And so for them going on like a pretty heavy trip with a guide yeah. is transformational like some people have f- experienced recoveries from their illness as well
2: uh can i just say too in that same documentary i remember or uh, there is a doc is it, you're talking about a documentary right i think so Yes. Yeah, so in that same study there were terminally ill patients who had this experience and then they didn't fear death anymore exactly and that's they
1: saw probably, the other side that's like, everything oh. oh i'm good yeah <laughs> isn't that insane that, that, that made is, me very emotional like, i want I that like, for yeah. everyone.
0: I mean, I want everyone to not
1: fear death. Well, then you're you're in the fuck it stage forever. You're like, oh, I I get it now. In other words, literally, this is what everybody says. You see the other side. The curtain comes down. The facade is gone. You can see. This you is a very it. this is a very serious topic.
0: The yes. fact that there has been a war on drugs and like we are forbidden and it's being abused because there's no information, like this is a disaster.
1: Or not no information. Usually it's because they somebody can't profit a ton off of it. You know,
0: there's a lot of bad guys in
1: play here. Well, you know, that's just how it works. That's just how it works. If money is still a very valued thing in our society, so naturally that's how it's gonna that's how it's gonna be shaken down, you know? Yeah. And religion. Oh my
0: god, another player. Yeah. Religione.
1: Well, again, so if you're ha- if you can take a mushroom or a fucking, you know, acid trip or whatever with somebody or have this experience where you are not afraid of death anymore?
0: Yeah, they can't control you no more. Then
1: they there is no power over you. So that is a big, we're going to be murdered in our sleep.
0: (laughs) The Luminati's are coming. What is it? Luminati's is actually a really great pizza place in Chicago. (laughs) Chicago. They make the best deep dish in town. Okay, I remember Uh, I was like, Luminati's. That sounds like uh, Luminati's.
1: Luminati's. I get it. I know it. It's the deep dish. That's why I can't have
0: dairy. The deep dish. Okay. So it's, so it's how to change your mind. It's fantastic. Fungi. Love that movie.
1: So Paul Stamets is the guy.
0: Yeah, for that one, right?
1: Yeah, or he's a big focus on it. He's also the big guy that they interview for psilocybin Shit. on How to Change Your Mind, the Michael Pollan book. Love that. Do you know that he actually, so yeah, he's, check him out on uh, Instagram, all the things, Paul Stamets, fucking great guy. Yep. You know, he started off as like a, a party-like starter guy. Really? Yeah.
0: What does that mean exactly?
1: He was the fun guy.
0: okay. Oh my god it worked you fell right into <laughs> alex it alex didn't even we didn't Woo! even get a response he Go just had an exhale yourself. just a sadness paul okay. if you're
1: listening i apologize okay i have also
0: seen some ads on my instagram because i love i love seeing like what ads spring up in my feed and it's for like ketamine therapies right so if you're big Jesus. into healing and so they are sending people drugs in a box with a recording and you're like they're, they're finding ways to get wow, these therapies no to
1: people. And it's really cool to Jesus. me. Jesus, It is fascinating. Uh, sorry, you want to keep going? Or are we going to have no, like, that let's, was, let's just, just break it down? I just wanted to get
0: through my notes because this is a heavy episode. And before we get into the fun stuff, I was like, let's just be real,
1: okay? Yeah, because it, it is, look, like like everything in life, something that can be this transformative or this powerful can also be abused yes. and can also be so easily- And if um, you're not
0: ready for it, like, just don't do it, babe.
1: And if you're not ready for it, so set and setting. If it's not for you, just
0: don't do it, and
1: that's okay too. That's totally know that that's okay. Um, so set and setting is such a huge deal. I, I'm, that's probably more for your um, for your psychedelic kind of like like trip, quote unquote, drugs. Kind of more like the psilocybin and LSD and stuff like that. I have never tripped on cannabis. No, <laughs> though. Edibles, okay, right now, so also in the last couple years, as things become more legal uh, in all these different states and everything, weed is getting weaponized. So it's really, really strong. It is not the same weed that it used to be. So we have
0: friends that are in the cannabis industries, like several different friends from different companies. And it's like, oh, wow, there's still a lot that we're trying to work out in terms of like dosages and and forms. Like mm-hmm. you've got like gummies and mints and vapes Drinks. and and flour and pre-rolls. And then now they're putting like like diamonds in their cushion. There's, there's so much.
1: Yeah. Wax. Which all that stuff is like pretty much you distill THC down to its molecular form.
0: Like if you've ever been to... <laughs> and a, put
1: that in the joint too. If you've ever
0: been to a weed store, it's just like, whoa.
2: Yeah. It's wild. It's, and it, it is pretty crazy. It's fun
0: to see like the type of people that are there shopping and mm-hmm. the experience is worth it. If Even if you're not into cannabis, it might just be worth going to one to see like what's happening here. Yeah, if check it you're out. you're curious like us.
1: But I, yeah, so any of the crazy strong stuff I would say like, just don't like... Just take it seriously. You know what I mean? Like be, uh, maybe don't do that for like your first time or if you do, obviously don't fucking need to like be doing things later.
0: Like the fact the fact that they <laughs> sell, that like we know but, that they sell like a chocolate bar that is a hundred milligrams. Okay. By, okay.
1: Do not do ever not take ever the whole chocolate bar. Eat- Let me tell you, Write the fuck down. Never now.
0: eat 100 milligrams Don't like, do it Like why do they do that And, because and, some and my people... understanding Is that manufacturers and, and companies Are like trying to put More and more Because the customer thinks The more milligrams The more value The more
1: value But You're that's more not bang for true you That's don't, how I
0: would think You don't want to trip balls <laughs> Like you, like we're big micro, we're like micro people. Yeah. We'll have
1: like one to three, uh, milligrams, milligrams, you know, and just like go right or something. And that is
0: so much more like so plenty. It's plenty for me. Maybe some people have different, uh, just like alcohol, they have different thresholds.
1: Yeah. But we also had a few, this is interesting too, because this past weekend we were talking to somebody who also was going through this, cannabinoid poisoning it?
0: poisoning it's, it's a, there's a more fancy name but he was taking like 50 milligrams a day or more
1: so all of these people that we know yeah we're taking like and 50 it, to 80
0: your your gut brain can your the cannabinoid receptors get out of whack and you basically like can't stop puking so yeah. don't do that
1: yeah
0: <laughs> anything you can abuse now it anything. takes
1: you can abuse anything and now it takes I, probably months months and months and months probably of doing years, this actually maybe even years of doing yeah. this so if you're like, you know, you do it every once in a while, you should probably be okay, but still that's a that's a ton personally. All there right? was there was I a time say, I accidentally <laughs> took gonna...
0: too many milligrams and I was so horrified. <laughs> no, it is the worst experience. It's like this amazing it's thing. It's intense. Anything can be overdone. Anything. Like it was it was the worst experience. I was like dry heaving. I was like, "Nope, I'm never using this substance <laughs> I'm again. dead.
1: So you, I think you had there were like these little Jolly Rancher fuckers. And you finished the whole thing, and I think on an
0: empty stomach too, which is the worst.
1: (laughs) And I think it was—I think it was twenty-five. I think it was twenty-five milligrams, and I almost finished it. Nope. But I like spit the rest out because I was like, oh, as I was having it, I could feel it coming out. Right, I was like, oh, let me let me. But then
0: I know people that can do this, and it's fine,
1: and it's fine. It's no big deal for them. But that's great. If you're going to do it, I would say just don't go more than five.
0: I would just do two.
2: i think too what we're in now is like you you figure out with alcohol like oh i'm a two drink kind of person totally and like there's just there's more education coming out with cannabis now Mm. yeah where you're learning like you know our endocannabinoid system everyone's is different Mm. so you know five milligrams for me to just be you know that brings my stress level down could be way too much for someone yeah for me that's a
0: full-on disneyland adventure
2: yeah and then for some people it's like i feel nothing totally so it is a lot of you really got to do your research and yeah like you said just start starting low that was huge for me because i like you i was like a 50 milligram chocolate what's the i'll try it and then i thought (sighs) everyone was going to kill me (laughs) Yeah. And you, I was like, so I'm what was manager. your experience? Did you f- have panic. a freak out? Yeah. I had a full panic attack. I panic. thought my two friends were going to murder me. Yeah. I also was convinced <laughs> that I was going, if I didn't touch a body of water, that I was going to stop breathing.
0: Wow. So I like <laughs> so it can start, go that far. Yeah, and can. then it was like
2: no cannabis for me for like it a year. There. And uh, then you, yeah, you figure it out. You got to start way lower than that. You so. got to start way lower. But and... how
0: fascinating, because if you drink too much, you just black out.
2: Correct. Right. You, so, you so this is why, this is why we
0: find cannabis so fascinating. Cause for me, a lot of times it is my direct connection with source like if i'm being creative and i'm i have like two milligrams like we're talking a microdose i feel like i'm able to open my third eye more i'm able to access more of my creative expression and my inner child it makes me feel like i'm eight year old
1: yeah so like so yeah you had i think it was like 25 i had like 20 yeah and uh (laughs) You could tell on the way up. Shit, you were designing art. You were like,
0: "Oh my god!" Were, I, you
1: got all these crazy pictures, and then you're like, "Would you I like bought- a frame?" And you were like, "Yes."
0: I went on posters, allposters.com, and I bought uh, a picture of Adam West as Batman, <laughs> but like from like the 70s when it wasn't that good yet, and there was like a dead plant behind was like him, a was like a tree behind him. I need. To, I hope we still have that. Great. picture. And then it, I went to check out because it was like ten dollars or something, and I was like, "Yeah." And I'm I'm stoned. I'm like, I just had 20 milligrams. Like this is the most. I will never do this again. And it was like, would you like to add a frame? And I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I was like, Nick, look, first of all, look, I'm about to buy a picture of Batman. As Adam, I have to. We'll have to insert a picture of this because we yeah. used to have it hanging in the house.
1: It was an incredible art piece.
0: Thank you for all posters for having cool pictures. I also got a Willy Wonka one at the time.
1: That's still in the house. Of we like can show Charlie. A picture. Charlie and his grandfather like
0: seeing the chocolate room for the first time. <laughs> and this is like pure joy. This is my inner child. And I was like, no, I'm going to that antique store in Burbank, and I'm getting those old frames for like forty dollars, and I'm spray painting them like some bright color. Mm-hmm. So it really did. But then after that, it went downhill really fast.
1: Well, it just didn't stop. It so they stop. just like kept, I remember, like it just
2: kept going and kept Very going. uncomfortable. And was I that remember, on purpose?
1: No.
0: No.
2: So you didn't know you were taking that much?
1: No. no. We had a, a friend of ours gave it to
2: us and they and were like,
1: was, oh, we had it last weekend. It was my no dad big had deal. it. It's fine. Yeah. And God. so we were like, oh, okay. Because, you know, up until that point, this is a few so this is years So listen to
0: ago. Uncle Nick and Aunt Amy. Listen to young gonna Uncle Nick. Ya. We're going to tell you. Don't
1: take more than five when you're starting out. Now, we definitely knew a bunch of kids that have had like a shitload 70, 80, Milligrams at a time. Uh, we also know a bunch of people that took a lot and went to, <laughs> went to the emergency room because they were freaking out. And the doctor literally is like, here's a water. Take a seat. You're stoned.
2: <laughs>
1: here's yeah, so a bill for twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. It's so, a, you no, know, don't do it. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, you just got to wait. You just yeah. got to wait for it to kind of cycle through. You're, you know, if you're having one of those freak out moments, like you are okay, Yeah, just calm down to maybe you just focus on breathing for a little while. Put it was a movie just on. too much.
0: It was too much, but I accessed the magic and I love, I do love me some cannabis. Like we really yeah. have a lot of fun together. I don't do it every day. You know, I stagger and it's, it's great. It's really motivating and really helps me to access those creative Sparks like sometimes you just need a little boost,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And creating is obviously,
0: I understand now why the jazz musicians,
1: oh, hell yeah, were
0: using it like it's just amazing.
1: There was one of the Ken Burns documentaries or something that we watched at Berkeley. I think they were talking about when Charlie Parker, yeah, Bird, Charlie Parker was a heroin addict and he was he revolutionized. He was the bebop guy for anybody who doesn't know, and just absolutely revolutionizing music at the time and jazz in general. So everybody started doing heroin because they were like, well, shit, I got to fucking sound like this guy. So there was like a 10-year period where jazz kind of like stopped evolving because sure. everyone was either dead or in rehab. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it was just too good. That's it wild. was too good. They just couldn't, you know, Yeah. couldn't hang. So
0: we've never done heroin, just FYI. I have
1: done heroin. Uh, I've never done cocaine. Cocaine. I uh, no. probably should not do cocaine. Not right probably now. Probably
0: not. We're not going to let Nick not do right cocaine. Not right now. Yeah,
1: I should probably not do cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did do uh, acid last year for the first time.
0: Yeah. And it was
1: actually it was a it was a wonderful experience. Now let's
0: let's explain how we we got this going right. So we were okay. careful. We were like, okay, read the Steve Jobs book. Was like, hey, I'm not going to hire you unless you've done acid and had sex or something. That was like, yeah, his, yeah,
1: something like which that. Which is like
0: that would never fly today.
1: HR nightmare.
0: HR nightmare. (laughs) And I was like, what is this? You know, at the time I had used cannabis and I was like, okay, yeah." I mean that they made it sound like the worst thing ever. And then I tried cannabis and I was like, really, this is all it is. It's not that serious y'all. And so I thought, wow, LSD, that's not acid. That's really intense. I'm never going to do that. But Steve jobs sure believes in it. And then the years went by and we asked people, like we asked friends like, Hey, did you ever do LSD? Have you ever tried acid? Like, tell us about your experience. Very careful very researched. We meet these two friends. We don't have to say who, but two people that we met last year that we really have a bond with, like really special, special friends. You know who you are if you're listening. And they were like, hey, let's rent a house in Malibu and let's do acid. And we were like, what? (laughs) Absolutely. Like this is exactly how we want to do it. And so it was very careful. And even when we got out there to the house and we, we were like all ready to hang out and we were having, we have fun with them regardless of what it is. But I was, I got nervous and I was like, I don't know if I want to do it. Like, let's cut them into like little pieces. Start and half at a time. Like, huh. We ended up taking the full. I took the whole thing. We took the full hit. It was unbelievable. What Life does it look changing. like? Well, this was, so LSD is, is still illegal, right? Yeah. So it's, it's so hard to control the portions, I guess, because Mm -hmm. it's like a liquid that they drop onto something. So some people will take it on a paper or like a piece of sugar cube, but ours was like gel. Acid. We've even met some people that have acid on toothpicks, where they dip the toothpick in it for like a quarter dose, half dose, full dose. So this again, it's starting yeah. to get more sophisticated and careful, mm-hmm. especially like psycho psychedelics,
1: psychedelics
0: like LSD, because it was I think widely used in like the hippie era, and it's very. It's also very demonized because I feel like it's giving our Garden of Eden. It's like the way it opens your mind.
1: It really does. But if you're not
0: ready for it, it's really not like it's intense,
1: y'all. Yeah. You know, I was kind of, okay, so from my personal experience, it it was intense. It wasn't as, you know, like you say, it wasn't as, as intense as everybody makes it out to be. But now, now it, it very was. Full, it was a you know full hit. Is. I
0: w- would never do more than one.
1: <laughs> yeah, you whatever were, a hit Amy, is. Amy, I, I, would just like like look over, and Amy would be like looking at like you found a lavender sprig. I, I found remember a sprig at one point of lavender, and she's looking at it, and she started like pulling it apart and looking at. it. She's like, "Look at this fucking shit! Who the fuck made this? It was, who, who, look at look at this,
0: look at this! It just keeps going." I saw the perfection of God, of goddess, of source, of the universe in creation. Like I was able in the in the, the sprig of lavender, I did not pull it apart by the way because I didn't want to hurt it. Oh, you didn't. Like the fact that it was picked <laughs> and on the or on the Already ground, or somebody such picked respect. it. I was like, yeah. oh my god, no.
1: So that's what it, it is. It made me
0: cry. Yeah, oh, and yeah. it's it's like the beauty of creation, the perfection of the design of our yeah. universe, of this world. And then then I smelled it. <laughs> then I smelled that fucking sprig of lavender, <sighs> and my life was changed. I was like
1: immediately pissed my pants. Uh,
0: no, I didn't, but oh. we were, I think we were all in our swimsuits at that point at the pool. And it was like, wow, you could feel the sun on your, you looked at your skin and it was like alive and it was decomposing in front. Like you can see your skin decomposing and you're totally fine. I was totally fine with it because I was like, I'm alive just like the sprig of lavender. There's like this unity that you mm-hmm. feel that is, if you're in the right state of mind, your right set setting, friends, everything. And the right dosage, do not overdo acid. Oh, my God. It is too powerful, too sacred. We, Ooh, don't, we sacred don't have experience. enough research on this shit.
1: Well, no, we, we, we kind of do. We're getting pretty goddamn close. So what it does is it, it like completely removes your egoic uh, perception on reality. All right? So you're now seeing it through, like a, a, what do they call it? Is it yourself? So you, you see things strictly as like you are you're actually just observing pure, pure yeah. soul and you see just like your body and you understand that you know It's temporary it's temporary. Mm-hmm.
0: Had a lot of themes of that and I was worried because I had read again, I did my research and I was okay, people that do acid are like either having a horrible trip or they're like mortified if don't look in the mirror. They're like don't uh-huh, you're gonna uh-huh. see like the impermanence of your body. And it's like, sure. dude, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I've do, I have done a lot of research. I'm like in my mid thirties. Like at this point, like I feel like it's a safe Mm -hmm. time and I was with people I trusted and I was just like, damn, that really brought me closer to my soul and to my purpose. Mm -hmm. I also saw we, you and I had a breakthrough. We did on LSD. Oh yeah. We were like, yo, imagine if we got like a number one song and like how fucking incredible that would be. Like, holy shit. Like that's like our big goal. Right. And then we were like, now imagine if we didn't get it.
1: And it was perfect. And it was also perfect. It was amazing. Yeah.
0: I still get emotional thinking about it because I, it sticks with you. Yeah. Even though saying it on the microphone now doesn't even really make that much sense mm-hmm. in the moment we were like, <sighs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: over. it was overwhelmingly yeah. peace. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was inc- perfect. It was incredible. So then it's like you, and it, by the way, acid lasts like 12 hours. It's so long. <laughs>
2: That's what I was going to ask. I was like, so what is... I do is thing, it it was a with? little yeah. too I
0: think long. we took it at
1: like one in the afternoon, noon or something. And I distinctly remember it was like laying in bed at 11 o'clock being like, all right, here we go. <laughs> we're, but in still, Air- everything we're in the Airbnb was just like, <laughs> yeah, in
0: Malibu. And it was like, it was one of those like abstract paintings in front of the bed. And I saw an entire movie in unfold, like a village. <laughs> it was like two paint swipes. Oh. And I saw like an entire village of people like working and and I was like... <laughs> Like, it's just, man.
1: I just like, I, it was kind of fun for me because I had to like just practice. Do you, I have like this checklist that I go down in my head to start like slowing my body down and like slowing everything down to like sleep. But like, there were like, there were all these bullfrogs. <laughs> oh my God.
0: There's so many outside frogs in too, in Malibu.
1: And they were so loud. We had the and we door were like, open. Ah! Yeah. all of a sudden they were like, it, I was like, are they in the room? I feel like they're in my skin. And
0: we had, in my skin. And they were playing, we were playing tiki music all day, which yeah. was so quirky and so weird. And the so tiki music, weird.
1: we would be having these crazy conversations, the music would like get louder and start <laughs> crescendoing. <laughs> But this, the big thing, seriously, to uh, set in setting is what everybody says. So the so where you are, your headset that you're, in, you're the with. in, the intention that you have yeah. to go Wh- into why it. Why are with. you doing this? Why are you doing this? Yeah, um, we I were think like, all hey, we these... want to see.
0: We just want to see. We want to see what else there is, what other perspective we can gain. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was laying in bed too after looking at the two paint swipes of the entire village and movie unfolding, and I closed my eyes. And I felt like I was a pea in a pod with a bunch of other peas, and we were decomposing into the ground. And it was the most wonderful <laughs> feeling I have ever felt.
1: See, that might freak some people out.
0: That's what I'm saying. But y'all. when
1: you're there Thank at the time you. and Thank you're you. so so, the other big thing. If you're thing, not
0: ready, that's completely fine. Totally Just fine. Just saying, no worries. That was our experience.
1: The big thing that everybody says is when you are confronted, when, when you first are confronted with any kind of fear or any kind of whatever, you have to just surrender to it. Whatever this feeling is, if you try to fight it, right. you will have a bad experience.
0: Yeah, that seems to be the case.
1: It seems and that's also usually that's this kind of the same with fucking life, people. Period. But if you so it's kind of the same thing. It's just you it become so obvious and so you're so aware of it at the time. Mm-hmm. But if you do surrender to it and you relax into it, then it becomes this euphoric experience where you do supposedly quote unquote see the other side. Yeah, you start to get it. Yep, and it's this beautiful. It, it just like you're saying, you you don't fear death anymore. Yeah. You don't... There it
0: is. There it is. Come on. Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? That's really... So, yeah. So, maybe I don't need to trip on mushrooms because we now we went from cannabis to LSD. That's like a huge jump <laughs> can to I, me
1: can I ask scale. you? We've also was, done shrooms a bunch of times, but haven't reached the what you call ego melt. Right.
2: Ego death phase. I'll
0: tell you why in a second.
2: What was the onset like? From, of LSD, you know, like when you do an edible, it can hit you. You, it could take up to an hour.
0: Yeah, edibles take forever, a and LSD, LSD pre-test. took like forty-five.
2: Oh, it did. It was okay, It's kind
1: of similar. Thirty it
0: took to an a hour, while. Maybe. Okay, yeah, and it was a gradual. It's almost like when you're when you do a cannabis edible too, you're kind of like. Do I feel it? Yeah, and as soon as you question it, you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it there was it the is. same with LSD, and then it then it starts <laughs> to rise. Got it. Like, same with cannabis. That's why I really enjoyed the acid experience because it felt really similar to cannabis, but different. In it's very light, much too. more spiritual.
1: Yeah, much more spiritual uh, to it, me. It also felt less, um, but our
0: our bodies were very dialed. Our energy was very active. Oh
1: god, I couldn't sit. Everything acts like an upper to me, which is why I should mm. never do cocaine. Right. But like, I I had to like, I, I had to get up and move around. I was doing push ups and shit. Yep. I was fucking. It
0: but, just felt good to use your body because you realize it's temporary, and you're like, this is amazing, and you
1: appreciate mm. it, and you're not really like hungry a lot. I don't think we ate much throughout the day. No, it's that's a very, normal. It was a very light feeling. um Well,
0: your body's like experiencing... Kind an of intense, trauma It's poison, basically, an right? experience, yeah. Mushrooms are poison, technically. Is it? Poison that you are able to digest and process and survive. Uh, it's in time. yeah, okay, yeah. all right. And cannabinoid poisoning, like, it's a very, co- again, you can't overdo these things, and you don't want to just do them all the time. I, after the yeah, acid, I was like, do I don't need, need to do this again for a long time, if ever.
1: And like MDMA or like molly, something like that. And that's, that's what they're also... seeing
0: in research, is they're like, people do one time yeah, with, a, with a therapist, boom. Yeah. Done. Like, That's
2: what I was going to ask. So it's it's a different kind of experience than doing uh, you know smoking a pre-roll or having an edible. Yeah. It's not something that you would be like you can't, can't mi- wait for Saturday, going to do Although
0: it again. <laughs> although when we did our friends who found the toothpick uh, dosage of of LSD were able to deliver a quarter dose and we did that at our friend's birthday thinking yeah. like okay, well we know what this is a quarter dose should be manageable. It was wonderful. Microdosing is going to become huge in the LSD space. I think it already is in mushrooms. it's it's
1: big in psilocybin, yeah. And we already,
0: you and I do it with cannabis because it's very small amounts. Mm -hmm. So, okay, the one we missed was um, MDMA or moon rocks was the form that we had. (laughs) Because this is different, okay, y'all?
1: Okay, yeah, so this one was... This is like the only other
0: drug we can talk about. That's all we
1: have. This one was a little bit more aggressive. So I remember I was having like a, I had a it was a rainy day and we were like, let's, let's take this and see what happens and just yeah. kind of like talk. Cause I think we were also trying to,
0: a friend that we trust who is connected with a source that has clean MDMA.
1: yep, Right. Which is also we-
0: called ecstasy. Yep. Or Molly, um, gave us some like digestible pills. So we were like, Oh yeah. And we had, we had tried like a micro, we tried to microdose it and nothing happened.
1: Yep. That's right. Didn't, so we were didn't like, Shit, well,
0: let's just like take the rest of it, I guess. <laughs> You know, and it was which a, was a it was very like small a, amount, still.
1: Yeah, and it was like a rainy day, and we were hanging out. I think we were had some like creative questions or s- some kind of direction things that we wanted to answer. Yeah, and so our we, intention
0: was like show us, show us something.
1: Show us in, inward. Let's go inward. Mm-hmm. And um,
0: MDMA is a very ex
1: Well, it felt very ex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay we were not we were we were like over you here know. like trying to be spiritual and no ecstasy was not well,
1: okay so i so let's say, I was out on our like i was having a phone call with somebody yep and then all of a sudden I, I was you know i was outside and i started like noticing i was like oh wow it feels pretty cold out here and then i was like huh that's weird and then i look inside and i see <laughs> just walking back and forth like back and forth back and forth and i'm like huh that's funny And then I go inside because I'm like, I'm kind of cold. Yeah. So I go inside and I close the door, and all of a sudden it was like, all the sound just like stopped because I was used to the like the you know the outside noise. The city, yeah. And then all of a sudden, everything became super silent, and I stopped, and then I just started noticing like the heart, my heart rate, and everything. And I was like, Hey, dude, you know what? I gotta go.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah I'm gonna hang up the phone now. I'm gonna hang up the
1: phone now, yeah, so that so, when it,
0: it was so the way that the MDMA hit me was like <gasps> my heart just boom like started beating out of my chest, and I was like, I don't like this, I don't like this. I had to move or else I was worried that my chest was going to explode. <laughs> so this is why I think people use MDMA at concerts and Coachella because they're moving, they're out. They yeah, want to feel the totally. beat. Like, cause once you get over that hump of like, you start moving your, your blood starts pumping and it, it and it becomes fun. It does become fun and ecstatic. You become ecstasied. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like the artificialness of it. Like it, to me, it felt artificial. And in we'll,
1: comparison to LSD, we'll tell and, you about the trip. Psilocybin. you did, yeah.
0: Right. We'll tell you about the trip. But the comedown was also extreme for me. The depletion of the serotonin. Right. So so apparently ecstasy like makes your serotonin levels extremely Dopamine. high. Dopamine. It just it kind of all your whole supply. Shoots out. Yeah. And then you're just wasted at the end. You're just. <laughs> I was. It wasn't like. I would compare it to depression, but like an emptiness, uh, and I couldn't move. Like at the, it was like hours. Like we had to. You want to just go to bed after?
2: Well,
1: I I remember I didn't have the emptiness feeling so much, but I just became so exhausted.
0: But I even if I was like, I had, hey Nick, I, and I told you a joke, you would just be like, Haha.
1: yeah, couldn't no. So like like exa- it's very I had, dead. I took like a forty-five minute nap.
0: It was weird, and then
1: after that, I was fine. But there is the, like a complete... Because the energy levels that you're exuding just aren't <laughs> sustainable. It's not
0: sustainable. So
1: like, you know, you got to everything, you know, it's not like it just came out of nowhere. You got to like pay it back at some point. You yeah, know Yeah, it was saying? an
0: incredible... Like, so, ex- it felt great. It was like,
1: oh, I need we to take all my clothes off. All the clothes naked. just came off. Yeah, we and definitely just, did not. And it's just
0: like, it's high, it's definitely like your heart rate. I feel like they somebody should study this shit more. We
1: totally did not have sex at all. Period. Yeah.
0: But it was like... Sweaty and like, but it was almost like sex didn't matter either. What? Because
1: oh my god! <laughs> this next week on House of Herbie, they Be get real. a divorce Be live. Uh-huh. The drugs episode that ruined the entire podcast. <laughs> 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 Everything was great until episode eighteen. This is
0: all we have. Like that was. This it. is why we
1: make a Patreon for this.
0: The 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 MDMA was like, it was just crazy.
2: So it wasn't as spiritual. No. At all. Well, it was, it, was, it was more body? something no, spiritual so to it, was, but it was
0: frantic.
2: There was
1: something a little more... It didn't
0: feel respectful. It felt like <laughs> frantic, right? I was like, take me on a date first. You yeah, know? seriously. So it made me sad because I also am trying to relate to people that are at concerts because that's like mm-hmm. my thing. I want to go and perform concerts. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, doing this at a concert would be insane and amazing. But I'm also like, damn, like, it's just like balls to the wall. Mm. That's what that was for me.
1: Yeah, the fl- the dam has been released, yeah. and it's like here we yeah. go. And how long did that one last? That lasted that was probably like six to eight hours. I want to say like five to six. Okay,
0: okay. so it's a little shorter, a little shorter mm-hmm. yeah. which is nice too. That's probably why it's so popular because it's not. I mean, come on, who has twelve hours? Dude, LSD, remember, you need to chill. Like, I remember
1: sitting there, in the, but yeah, LSD also felt to me, at least in my brain. Because it affects everybody differently, mm. it felt more like something that you could kind of turn on and off. Yeah. Sometimes with mushrooms, like it's the like the
0: pool guy showed up.
1: Yeah, the pool guy at the showed spot. up at
0: the at the Malibu house. You know, and and we and were, were like just,
1: we're all sitting around. Like <laughs> I was like
0: seeing the well, secrets of the universe, and I was like. <gasps> He's yeah. here. There's a man. Is it he's real? Yeah. Yeah, is it real?
1: No, it, was, it wasn't like no, that No, we knew totally. it was fully
0: real. Me and my friend like went inside.
1: Yeah, you me guys Me and one went friend inside. went outside,
0: and then you and our other friend stayed outside and, and we were we were both watching you like, oh my God, they're freaking out right now.
1: <laughs> but, it, but it wasn't, I wasn't at all. I genuinely wanted to, I like, you know, I was like, this is another person. And you, the
0: pool guy wouldn't leave because we were such high vibrational. Yeah, I was he like, wouldn't oh my leave. God, he's going to stay for like an hour. This is the <laughs> highlight of his day right now.
1: Well, you know, it's entertaining. Jesus. Because we're basically like like you come show up with the pool and there's
0: people on acid. <laughs>
1: That's a great story. No, but I, I was like, you know, this, you, I, you immediately see everything for what it is. This is another soul, Yeah, you know, coming yes. in, just doing his job. He wasn't
0: a pool guy. It was a soul. Yeah. And, so like, and so like, so I
1: just wanted to like touch base with him for a little while, you know, just kind of like I had time. You know, so just you kind of and because base you for gave him the while. time of
0: the day, because like out in Malibu, like in the hills, like there ain't nobody out there. Like he yeah. was like, oh damn, I haven't talked to another person today.
1: So you know, and I we had a, we you know just kind of like shot the shit or whatever, and then after a little while, it was like okay, well now we're gonna you know we're gonna keep going if that's okay, <laughs> and thank you so much. We're good for right now, and you know, and it was good. It was it was all set, but yeah, it was such an. <laughs> It was definitely an interesting experience because I also remember distinctly having the thought, like, "Am I, am I going to get angry, or am I going to get?" Um, but did you? Yeah, I didn't at all. See, I didn't at all. Like, it, it didn't really. It, it was a thought, but it never became close to. This a would reality. Be in the
0: research and the studies that I would do on on these substances. Is I would try to test people in different situations, like see how it affects the ego. How does it open you up? Okay, we to- totally.
1: I would be totally down if you guys, if anybody wants to. Item, this might be too far for people, but if we should, we should do either like an edibles episode or just do all of it. Shit, we got time. Let's do an edibles episode. Let's do, uh, I'm not uh,
0: doing acid on the podcast. (laughs) Let's do it.
1: (laughs) Maybe, uh, or just psilocybin. We
0: could film it just for the Patreon. Oh, God. (laughs) Patreon.com slash house of Herbie. Let's let's go. go. If you want to be our sugar daddies, by the way, this is the only way.
1: So there's been a few different times too we've done mushrooms, but it wasn't a fully uh well, at least one time in general I tried to have <laughs> like the ego melt. So
0: the first time that we tried death. mushrooms, we it was in Vegas. It was like 125 degrees. Oh my god.
1: It was like one of those weekends where it was like it was still 110 degrees had, at midnight.
0: We had a reliable source and we were like, Yeah, let's do it. And it was the actual fucking mushrooms, <laughs> like the fucking If you're on Patreon, you can see, but like I'm making the shape of a mushroom, right? Dried ass, stinky. Tastes terrible. Not good flavor, chewing on the stems and the caps. And they were like, okay, you weigh how much? You're 120 pounds. Okay, cool. We're going to give you this many. And you weigh, you weigh what? We'll give you a little bit more. And then you waited like an hour, still takes like an hour. And this is just raw mushroom. I don't know. To me, y'all, it just felt like cannabis but like mixed with too much caffeine like it made me so sweaty and hyper but i was still like had like kind of a stoner feeling i was accessing something and then there Mm -hmm. was another boy who was there who did a lot he did like twice as much as i did he
1: did i think he did the same amount dude
0: this is why we need to be we need studies we need research
1: he did i'm pretty sure we all took the same amount
0: bro had like an ego melt he was in a blanket yeah like 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 shaking in the corner (laughs) i was like Okay, I'm Poor out. I'm kid. out. We were out doing like pull ups.
1: Oh, I could not sit still. We were like again, it and they was were trying to
0: play like electronic music, and I was like, "Listen, we need to play hip hop. I can't." I can't. Well, there was a the
1: thing, like, we would forget. The electronic forget.
0: music made me want to sit in the corner with a blanket, okay? If I put in the hip-hop music, and then they were like, what is this? Where are we?
1: It was really funny. It was just not the would,
0: right set or setting, I Well, I
1: like. would for, he'd be, like, covered under the blankets. And it, as he came out of it, he is okay, by the way. He, he survived. As he came out of it, he was like, that was incredibly necessary. And yes. that was such a an experience that he needed to have. Yeah. But, you know, at the moment, it was very... So, anyway, he was covered, literally, like, covered in blankets. You couldn't see that he's on the couch. So we'd go in sometimes or, like, you know, we'd grab some drinks, some, some water or something, and it would be this music playing, and we'd be like, oh, there's nobody in here. So we'd <laughs> change it over to, to hip-hop to, like, vibe out. And then <laughs> – he would come up. He would come
0: out and be like, "What's under happening?" Under the blankets, like, yeah. "What is
1: happening?" I'm like sure all to tra- him,
0: it was like too aggressive. It
1: was way like, too intense. Like, oh, yeah, man, it was so funny. So he that was, like, was <laughs> tough. Just tweaking out,
0: and and that was the same thing with LSD. Like we were not hungry on mushrooms, no food. It kind of makes
1: your stomach feel fucked up. It did hurt my. So the next day, yeah, my stomach was, did not. And feel
0: I already great. have like GI sensitivity, so I was like, nah. Nauseous. Yeah. So so then I was like, well, why don't we try the purified psilocybin powder in a capsule, right? So you can take these microdose pills, which we ended up getting from another reliable source later. And I was like, well, microdosing reliable will be very source. stop. What is a reliable source? What is a reliable <laughs> well, source? When we have more legalization and, and regulation, it will be much easier to do these things. Um and but it was still it was it was very pure and we ended up taking those tiny, tiny microdose versions. And it's still y'all. It felt like coffee to me. Like I felt hype, but I will say day two, the clarity that I experienced, I was like, Oh, those, um, lanes in my brain, those little pathways
1: mm-hmm.
0: are clean. It was mm. like the snow melted, but it was for me. It was the next day.
1: Oh, nice. Off of the full trip or of the microdo.
0: Well, the full trip was like garbage to me. I was like, I don't know. This is like, no, I was underwhelmed. I was like, yeah. no, no thanks. I'll stick with cannabis. Because cannabis, yeah, at least I like to eat on cannabis. I love some snacks. Let's go to the McDonald's drive through Having a great time, right?
1: Let's get a McFlurry.
0: Let's go. Oreo, please. But with mushrooms, you don't have an appetite. And it's just like kind of, but I could tell it was more of that spiritual experience. So so the purified psilocybin capsules that are micro dose was much better for me. I feel like we know you so much better now. (laughs) This community is so tight knit.
1: I just want you to say, yes, I want you to do mushrooms on the podcast so that we can do mushrooms on the podcast.
0: Okay. Well, if you like Nick better than you like me.
1: Or edibles. We'll do edibles too.
0: Just I'll five milligrams. Do, I'll do whatever they say on the Patreon.
1: uh Oh, <laughs> let us know in the Discord.
0: My sugar daddies have I'll a do lot of pull. You, you know, now we took it there for this episode, didn't we? Sure did. So there you have it. We just put it all out. Sh- put, put, our put our whole pussies out.
1: Let's put our dicks on. Have a
0: nice night. Thank you for tuning in for this episode. We're so grateful to have you here as part of the House of Herbie community. If you're interested in joining our Patreon, you can become our sugar daddies, which is like pretty exciting for five dollars a month you can become a sugar daddy. that's that's pretty great patreon.com slash house of herbie if you're interested we have a bunch of other extra surprises for you and if you're supporting us anywhere else even if you don't join the patreon we appreciate you so much we will see you next week for some more exciting adventures Mwah! ring ring is that my sugar daddy on the other line hello no It's just the fact that we're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash House of Herbie. Oh my God. Haven't you always wanted to be our sugar daddies? Yes. Pretty much, right? Keep going. So we were like, okay, how can we offer more than just the music? How can we offer some extra shit?
1: Keep talking in microphones. Okay.
0: What if we give you an extra episode every month?
1: Keep going. That's
0: based upon a private Discord community.
1: Keep going.
0: Of our sugar daddies. It's very exclusive. And what if I also throw in a extended aura cleanse every month?
1: Do I need to make the music for that? yes Okay. it looks like i'm gonna go do that and you get
0: some exclusive jedi nick chill hop let's go okay
1: and what else the full video of the podcast
0: every week i mean come on you can still listen for free if you're not interested you can listen for free on all the platforms But we figured giving you our beautiful faces on camera is a vip experience (laughs) for five dollars a month which is about 75% 75% of a coffee in LA. <laughs> you can be our sugar daddies. And we so look forward to continuing to build this community with you. We love doing this. Thank you for supporting us. And we'll see you at patreon.com slash house of herbie.
1: Bye. Love you mean it. My
0: sugar daddy.